Welcome to the Mark Staley Music Podcast. This podcast is an audio journal of my guests and I's adventures throughout the live and local music biz. Fun conversations, cool tunes, and good times will be had. My name is Mark Sterry, and I'm a 15-plus year veteran of the Twin Cities, Minnesota metro music scene. Check me out at Mark Sterry, that's S-T-A-R-Y, music.net. Also on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. All of my original music, including my new track, Dog Park, is available for download on iTunes, CD Baby, etc. This podcast drops every Tuesday, if not before, on iTunes, SoundCloud, and most other places podcasts are available. If you enjoy it, please subscribe on iTunes. It's totally free and guarantees you'll never miss an episode. If you got an extra buck or two that you wouldn't mind tossing in the podcast tip jar, please visit patreon.com forward slash Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Also consider helping get the word out in the street via social media, five-star rating and review on iTunes, word of mouth, etc. Happy Thought of the Day is by Axel Rose. There are two types of people in this world. Those who like me and those who can go to hell. Thanks for tuning in and welcome to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Enjoy! Welcome back to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast, episode 93. Thanks to all the folks who contribute to this podcast on Patreon.com. Coming at you this week on a beautiful summer evening here from my caulk, paint, and sheetrock-scented basement in St. Paul, Minnesota. I'm about ready to go celebrate with a friend who quit his longtime job today. And looking back, some of my favorite days I've ever had on this earth have been when I quit a job that I hated. Wednesday, I played a solo show at Pub 42 in New Hope, Minnesota. Thanks to Macklemore Corey for the Dusty Roads t-shirt. Thursday, Brian Johnson and myself jammed at Lucky's 13 in Burnsville, Minnesota. Thanks to manager Joe for letting us dodge the heat and play inside. Friday, Brian Johnson and myself rocked out at Lucky's 13 in Plymouth, Minnesota. Thanks to little Ella for coming and singing a set of my original songs with us. Saturday, I played a solo show at Harbor Bar in Hager City, Wisconsin. The heat was brutal, but the show was fun. Great to see Mark and Lisa there on their Harleys. Sunday, Copper, The Wonder Golden, and I had a last-minute show at Paradise Landing in Balsam Lake, Wisconsin. Really enjoy working with longtime buds, Blake Radical, NMDJ. Upcoming shows. Wednesday, July 26th, 2017, I'll be playing a solo show at Pub 42 in New Hope, Minnesota from 7.30 to 9.30 p.m. Friday, July 28th, I'll be playing a solo show at Danny's in Stillwater, Minnesota from 7 to 10 p.m. Saturday, July 29th, Mr. Brian K. Johnson and myself will be rocking out a private party in Amory, Wisconsin. Sunday, July 30th, I'll be playing a solo show at Babes in Lakeville, Minnesota from 2 to 6 p.m. It's part one of two with the top five hairband ballads of all time, according to our celebrity guest panel of Allie Gray, Brian Johnson, Steve Merrill, and myself. Enjoy the conversation. The 
Welcome to the Mark Steri Music Podcast, everybody. Uh, we are here in a beautiful new Richmond, Wisconsin for another top five episode here. And with my dear friends and fellow musicians here, we're uh, with, uh, to my right here, is the beautiful and talented Allie Gray. Hi. In front of me, I have... <laughs> In front of me, I have the beautiful and talented Mr. Brian K. Johnson. Oh, I didn't know I was beautiful, <laughs> but anyway. Who's participating and the judge, which is always good. And to my left, Mr. Steve Merrill, a friend of mine for many, many years, a previous podcast guest as well. We're in Steve's wonderful home here, and we are doing another top five episode. Uh, some of our most popular, the biggest downloads we have are some of the top five episodes. So Allie had a great idea of doing the top five hairband ballads of all time according to our celebrity guest panel here in new richmond wisconsin so um before we start i guess Allie, can you please help me figure out the rules for this like what qualifies as a hairband and what is this begin is it just 80s because this will come into play with I one know. of my picks when it crosses in 1990 agree. i know well i you think... set the rules please okay because this was hard for me too because i was thinking of all the songs I wanted to choose. And some of them, I don't know if they're hair bands. I think a hair band has to have a lot of quality hairspray, maybe a perm <laughs> in their videos. Did you guys watch some videos doing oh, of this? Course. I did yeah. in some interviews. Yeah, serious. I've been binging on the videos yes. for sure. Okay, I, can we say that 1990 counts? Really? Okay, I, see, I was going to use my 1990 as my alternate. I need, I need 1990. Let's put 1990 Just one. In. Okay, Just one. Is that okay with you, Steve? Oh, you're yep. Steve, yep. Or, Steve is the father of the feast, the host of this party. <laughs> I want to thank you guys for coming out. I'm right on the brink with a couple of mine. So okay. Yours are from like 96, maybe. No. <laughs> you know, during the so show, uh, Johnson the will be killed, <laughs> and we will decide when the lights go out if it was with a, a candlestick or a rope. <laughs> <laughs> Steve's got a hell of a party ready for us. Okay, wait. Doesn't it also have to be a huge power ballad? Does it I have went, a... You know, there's that pocket. And I, I know. Kinda, the, a pocket of the 80s hairband bands mm -hmm. that as a person growing up in Turtle Lake, Wisconsin, that was my current music at the time. Yep. <laughs> so I kind of stuck with that. Yes. I didn't stray too far from that, but... Johnson is a participant and coach and judge, so he can kind of decide if whatever okay. works. You just can't say freaking Beatles songs, Johnson. Nope, that <laughs> won't, that won't that's work. That's definitely not an 80s hairband, but anyway. Maybe a modulation has to happen always. Well, nope, that doesn't count either. And it can't be liquid lunch cover songs. <laughs> <laughs> Who the hell was that? We're kind of celebrating tonight. We may or may not have been drinking here in New Richmond, Wisconsin. We're celebrating a little bit tonight. Uh, Mr. Johnson just got the text. While we got here, he is now playing stunt double for Victor Newman on The Young and the Restless on Channel 4. And uh, Is he still on? I think. Right. <laughs> you know, I can't wait to you know, finish all the episodes. Victor Newman smokes a big blunt and drives off a bridge. In Genoa City, Wisconsin, and Johnson's <laughs> going to play that for him so Eric Braden can continue on with this part. Well, and you know, as I'm going over that bridge, you can hear me scream <laughs> all the way to the bottom. This is the one that didn't want a microphone to begin with, by the way. <laughs> um, 
Oh man, I got to do this real quick. <laughs> so we did. We have been uh, kind of the start of our conversation tonight was uh, our all our experiences at Plums in St. Paul, and we lost a friend recently that used to have us down there. So before we even start. I know Allie opened for us a number of times there. Yes. John's played a number of shows with me there. Steve-O, you opened up and played a bunch of shows there. Um, do you have one Plums memory we can share as we start this up? Yes. Me start? If you'd like. I don't care. Ladies first. Yeah, do you have a Plums story you'd like to share with us? And a tribute to our friend John Banan. Okay. It was, I got, I must have been because of you. I was playing there for the Tommy Johnny game one of those nights. Those were brutal. Oh, my God. And it was just mass pandemonium of college kids. And remember, the stage was just a step up. It's my, actually one of my dad's favorite stories about coming to one of my shows. And these college boys charged the stage, and I strong-armed them all and pushed them off the stage and said, you can't come up here like a hard ass. And I'm not one. Can you say ass on a podcast? You I don't know. I did. Yeah. I did. Yeah. So I did. Fucking A. I did that. All right. There's my <laughs> plum story. It's a great memory, though. My story is going to tie into yours just for the fun of it. Okay, Johnson, what's your favorite Plums story? We've only had two million of them, Johnson. I know. Now you're putting me on the spot. Well, the first one you can think of. Well, I don't know. I mean, I thought for the most part it was just a really fun gig, but... I agree. You're not running for office. Just tell your story. (laughs) Okay, so whatever. Um, You know, that's... My memory is of John Bonan and how cool that guy was to work for. And he was like, start whenever you want, end whenever you want, do whatever you want. You guys just do it. And he was so super cool about that. And that's what I appreciate about him. You know, and of course we got all kinds of free shots and (laughs) whatever else we wanted. Beautiful women. Steve-O. All right. I've got a lot of memories, actually, just starting to play there, opening up for you, and then being in Mark Sterry and the Whiskey Roses. I actually got to play there with you guys a couple different times. I think we wore the same color T-shirt, so I ended up wearing some shirt out of the bottom of the bar. <laughs> okay, so I got to add the same color. I remember this exact story, too. <laughs> well, you asked. I'm going to tell. <laughs> I thought that was funnier now, but... So you had to change shirts because Mark didn't want you wearing the same color yeah, as him? What a big bad boss. I about this. <laughs> I didn't. Like what color guy. was it? I don't remember it the color. and I had to wear a green one. It stunk a little bit, but it was fine. <laughs> so I ended up with a green T-shirt that I never wanted. And remember, I didn't have any cash, and so I made you go to the gas station yeah. to get me 20 bucks. Oh, my God. There might have been puke and ketchup on the shirt that I was wearing. <laughs> But no, it was. I awesome. hope he gave you like um, two hundred bucks for playing with them. John that night. opened up a lot of doors for Mark and myself. I think Mark. Yeah, he did. Brought me in there under his wing, and I was able to play there under the Whiskey Roses. And then I also got to open up for you guys, or just for Mark, doing his weekly acoustic thing when I was doing the race in the motocross and the supercross type stuff. You have photos that up on the wall. Yep. And so then, but I also after this whole situation breaking my neck and whatnot i was raising money to get a murder ball chair they're like six thousand dollars and i couldn't come up with it i came up with a couple grand myself did a couple other things to fundraise for a couple more grand still was shy and mark lined me up with a gig and i went ahead and kind of um advertised a little bit myself but i think john did a greater job and got a hold of bud light and budweiser whoever beer sponsors and everybody that did a lot and 
they raised a lot of money and I was able to get the, you know, the rest of the chair, which I was flying out to get or get fitted for and stuff a week later. So it was, it was incredible. Like it was just a life changing event. And again, it got me back on the platform for playing music again. And people, you know, saw that I was actually serious about it again. And it was just huge. And then there was a lot of cute women and just a lot of good times. <laughs> I've forgotten all about that. That's a great story. No, I forgot all about that, man. Um, he was a great guy. Yeah, he was. Uh, he did. He champed. That noise there is, the, of course, the copper, the wonder golden here. She has to make her debut on the podcast as well. She's excited for summer camp in two weeks. Um, I remember that with your chair and John Banan putting that all together and advertising the heck out of that. And that was a good, that was a successful show. I remember that it turned yeah. out really good. I don't know if I ever really that, got to say thank you to you too. Thank you. I don't, I don't think I really got to tell John thank you, but if he's listening, thank you. We ain't listening. That's <laughs> <laughs> way to ruin it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I remember that very, very well, too. But, like, I think to agree with what you're talking about, really a huge kickoff of, of, I know with every band I had, I was able to play a show down there, good or bad, and, and bring a bunch of folks in. And, and uh, I always look forward to your solo shows opening up for me because I had no draw. <laughs> <laughs> and Steve would bring half the town to New Richmond here. So that was a good time. But, yeah, he was, he was a good fella. I got a million stories and I talk about them another time or whatever but since Allie's sitting right here I'll, I just remember one off the top of my head <laughs> I had this car I bought from my other bass player Ryan Erickson <laughs> and it was the whatever the transmission went out on it or something it barely ran and so the same night Allie's talking about is that uh, it was yes. the Tommy's and Johnny's singing I hated that stuff and I was not going to party or anything like that I stepped into the door got Allie's sound check and I'm like I have to party or else I can't get through this. <laughs> so I found this dude in the audience. I think it was my friend Greg Kemper. And you started up. Oh, my God. And I saw you're all right. So <laughs> I hopped in the car. So I, I drove back to my house, head, which it takes a half hour, like, round trip. Kemper picked me up, drove back to the gig, walked in there like I was watching you guys the entire time. <laughs> oh. And I missed the entire, entire show because oh I had to go park my car so I can take a cab home that night. That's why I got stormed. I got, my stage got stormed because he weren't there. Oh, God. It's Anyways, all right. It was so, good memories. RIP, John, but on this will be way past that time, but we're just thinking about you tonight and uh, just a few plum stories. So to continue on with our top five. Oh, God. It's hard. This has been one of the most challenging top fives I can think of in recent memory. And, uh, again, a big thanks to our assistants, Steve's dog, Duke, and my dog, Copper, <laughs> and my bass player, Brian. <laughs> I'm laughing. Are you calling me a dog, man? <laughs> okay, so let's do this. Okay, so we'll start our top five. Copper, stay out of there. We'll start with Allie. Oh, boy. Then we'll go, Allie, don't cheat. I did. Don't open that Christmas present. <laughs> I just did. <laughs> I can't help it. Johnson, you go second. Mr. Steve Merrill will go third, then I'll go last. And Johnson is a player, coach, and judge, so he will judge. the. the there is no winner. The, the winner gets uh, uh, to make everyone else a round of drinks. Yeah, we'll think of something, whatever. Uh, so let's <laughs> oh, start goody. with, okay. <laughs> 
Just assuming you're going to vote for yourself, I mean, whatever up front. Oh, come on. Okay, let's start with number five for Miss Allie Gray. Okay, this one's kind of cheating, I feel like, because I don't know if this is a hairband, but it needed a place, so it's five, and it's off of the 1988 album, GNR Lies, and it's Guns N' Roses, Patience. Said woman, take it slow, it'll work itself out fine. All we need is just a little patience. Said sugar, make it slow, and it comes. Great choice. That's your number one, isn't it? Um. <laughs> Explain why, Allie, I guess. Okay, well, number one, it's because of my junior high crush that was this cute little Italian boy, and this is what we would listen to. We'd phone, because you can't text back then, so we called each other and say, this song reminds me of you, and we listened to it all over and over. And it's just the greatest song ever. Now, I did read about it, and it's there's no drums on it. And it said that, and then I listened to it back, and it's just three acoustic guitars. And they recorded it in one session, which is kind of badass. Super interesting. As a kid, watching that video was the coolest video I've ever seen. I think it's like in sepia tone. Mm-hmm. And uh, Slash has got like a snake around his neck, <laughs> like this chick <laughs> in a hotel, you know, here in New Richmond, of course. A plug for the <laughs> Could have been Steve's house, probably. No. Um, the back room. When I first started my <laughs> weekly Pub 42 gig, Luke, the bartender, said, you got to play Patience, man. It's my favorite song. If I'm going to listen to you every week, you have to play Patience. <laughs> so I learned. I, I play it every week now. I, I skip you all really the gimmick do? stuff, the guitar stuff. Yeah, I do cover the song. It's cool chord C progressions. Sharp, e flat. That long outro at the end, if you can call it that, I mean, it's just kind of a refrain, I suppose, at the very end. It's pretty killer. I know. Here we go. Little patience, yeah. You can do the build up. Some old patience. I'm walking the streets yeah, tonight. Yeah. Just trying to get it right. Some old patience. Trying to see no yeah. No, I don't like being stuck in Need the ground. Little and patience. The change, but yeah. I ain't got time for the Need pain because I patience. need you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I need you. Everybody's turning it off now. Little patient. Oh. <laughs> anyway, right? So cool. The ending is totally it's sells it, puts it over the top. Mm-hmm. Great choice for number yes. five. It counts as a hairband. It's oh, kind of sc- see for me, it doesn't quite fit, but I I'm going to give it to you. Yeah, because I consider them. I don't know. I, I don't consider them a hairband. They're, they're too are, good. Yeah, I, agree. I know that. I know. Uh, but the, I named the Whiskey Roses band I had was kind of like. A name of a song I had, but the backup was because I loved Guns N' Roses and Whiskey Town. So a mix of Whiskey Roses, I kind of mixed that together. So GNR, mm-hmm. anything is cool. Uh, next up, Mr. Brian Keith Johnson, all the way from Rockford, Illinois, the home of the world's largest polluted lake. Uh, by the way, I haven't lived in Rockford since I was 15. But anyway. <laughs> um, okay, what do you mean? You know what there? I'm talking about. I'm not a contestant on the show. I am a judge, correct? Yeah, yeah but you're going to put in your, your five cents. You're like Alex Trebek. Does he judge every number or at no, the end? No, at the end, he'll pick who has the best list. Okay. Although he knows nothing about the subject. 
know. But that's cool, though. What it was a podcast. Do you top fives? You're the Alex Trebek of this whole gimmick. You probably can grow a mustache by the time we're done tracking this. <laughs> Who would you say number five is your few there, Johnson? If you're just kind of, you know, it's well, like. I think po- it's going to have to be Motley Crue, Home Sweet Home. Uh, that's cool. Yeah. We're all playing tackle football. You're playing touch. That's cool. You're the judge. You're, you're the... You're... I got a high five you, but that was really good. Well, thanks a lot. <laughs> um, why, Johnson? Can you talk about that song for a minute? Um, well, because oh. you know, Vince Neal's... Awesome right, guitar right solo. On, right on that awesome guitar solo. And, oh, you know, you got, you got all the... All the goods happening right there. I mean, it's just the best shit ever. Okay. It's like going to Menards. It's got everything. <laughs> yep. It's got everything. Plus, Daniel said, it hits all them buttons. Plus the 11% discount. Just quirky, man. It hits everything. It is a good I'm not going to. It's a good song. What I, I remind of that song is that I made a video in high school, a volleyball video. <laughs> I was a little too artsy fartsy for Turtle Lake, you know? <laughs> so I made a volleyball video with no volleyball in it. It was all just the. The camaraderie around it. Everyone hated it, but I thought it was pretty artsy-fartsy. And it was to that song. So People felt yeah. something, though, when they Thanks watched it. Thanks for dredging it. up that memory, Johnson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on down the road. How did I get in on this? <laughs> I'm supposed to be the judge. <laughs> you are. <laughs> You're Alex Trebek. <laughs> or the, well, uh, the Pat Sajak. <laughs> Who's that dude from Family Feud? What's his name? The guy. In- oh, Richard Dawson. Richard Dawson. Yes. No, the guy afterwards that hung himself. <laughs> oh, jeez. I thought, didn't it? <laughs> There's a gazillion right there. Steve Harvey? Is it him? Steve Harvey's on <laughs> He didn't hang himself, no. <laughs> yeah, no, that's why you're the judge. You're the Steve Harvey of this whole gimmick. He's the current. <laughs> he, did, he did great at the last beauty pageant. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yep. Oh, whatever. Okay. Uh, <laughs> my number five. Let's toss it to you there, Steve. All right. My number five of the top five is the single by singer, songwriter, drummer, Phil Collins from the album Face Value, 1981, in the air tonight. Is that a Steve, hair band? I That's kind of outside Steve. the box. Oh, he doesn't have a lot of hair, but you I don't even have any hair. Steve, he Steve, had no Steve. hair. I must have missed that in the middle. <laughs> Son of a bitch. It's a really good song, but I don't know. It's not you singing about some No, it's just 80s ballads. My 80s bad. hair ballads. Whoops. We'll get it's that still good. I mean, no, listen. Great, it's a great song. He's, it's great. You got the judge great on your ballad. side, I think. Yeah. Great it's like one of those cooking that, shows. Like it's say you can use this ingredient and you use separate ingredients. It's all good, man. Uh, no, I don't think it's a hair band, but it's a good song to. When is it from? 82? That's 81. shocking. That song, I think he wrote that in the air tonight. I think he actually witnessed a murder or a drowning or something like that. And he wrote a song about that. 
about the killer or the guy that did this. We can Google this later, but I'm pretty sure. It's some creepy story it's, that goes along yeah. with that. Is this from, it's Genesis? Or was it Phil Collins? Was it Phil Collins. Phil Collins. post-Genesis? No, it was in the transition period when he played with Thanks, Liquid Mark. Lunch. Oh, yeah. Okay. It was, <laughs> it was Thank you. Thank you. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, my number five. Okay. My number five is, wow, a heart-wrenching junior high dance roller coaster. Off their 1987 <laughs> record, Once Bitten, yep. Great Whites, All right. Save Your Love. When you want to claim that girl, like, you know, don't don't make out with Steve-O, man. Don't make out with Johnson. Make out with me. <laughs> Save all your love. Say your love for Steve. <laughs> That's a keeper. That's, That's a number five. solid number five. Okay. Let's try to get one more if we have to cut another podcast <laughs> okay. here. Okay, moving on to online. Uh, Allie, what is your number Four. All right, number four is from 1988 off of the Long Cold Winter album. You know the band? You do. One of my favorite bands yeah. of all time, Cinderella Tom Kiefer, of course. You got it. Oh. The song, Coming Home. So are you talking up on Pick coming home. I thought you'd pick a. Uh, uh, wow, that's absolutely a good pick. not. I know. Coming wow, home. Wow, and he starts out low. He starts out low, and then he goes where he goes always, and that's the changing moment of that song. And yeah, you know. Did you know that Bon Jovi discovered Cinderella? You did. See, I don't have to tell you. It's your favorite band. Yeah, that's like asking if the sun comes up in the morning. <laughs> When I first went down to Nashville, all I cared about was meeting Tom Kiefer of really? of, uh, of uh, Cinderella. I'm like, well, Wikipedia said he's seven feet tall. You'll be able to see him anywhere. And my friend, this publisher, Del Miller, was friends with all these 80s guys. And he claimed that he like even hooked up Bobby Brown with uh, Janie Lane. Janie Lane from Warrant. from Warrant. And he was a big 80s guy. He had a band called Castile. Okay. And uh, I don't know if you met Dell when we were down in Nashville, Steve. But uh, so I, I didn't believe him. But I did. We wrote some songs together and stuff. He owned a publishing company called Shadow Mountain Publishing. And uh, funny stories about that, too. But, but anyway, so we played the opening of this publishing company. I mean, the original, actually, the Whiskey Roses after you. So it was like Sean Leith and Erickson and those guys. Okay. We're down there playing. And uh, here, the whole band Winger shows up. And so I'm being friends with, who's the guitar up. player with... Uh, um, my brother-in-law, Sean Leith, will kill me because it was a really, really fun time. Uh, I saw him last time I was down there, too. The guitar player, a winger. I could, I'll have to Google it up. Um, Paul Taylor, I think his name was. And uh, uh, so he did hang with those 80s guys. But here's the end of the story. Typical is I never 
got to meet Tom Kiefer as of yet. I saw him in the Twin Cities. I took a night off and got uh, this Joe Lapore song. He gave me the set list and the pick and stuff. He wasn't seven feet tall, but uh, he was tall, and that is a great Is he your favorite? Pick. He's your one that you want to meet? I think so. Really? You know, there's, hmm. there cool. is, uh, um, in the history of things, there is George Washington, there is Martin Luther King, and then there's Tom Kiefer. And then Bruce Springsteen. Okay. Is that this one that I just said on your list? No. Okay, good. Solid. I'm not taking the easy way out. <laughs> oh, I thought that was sort of... It's totally perfect It's a little bit of a deep okay, one. Okay, Johnson, as you figure out how to okay. unlock your phone, what is your number four, bud? All right. He got that at a garage um, sale where they're selling. That's the same cell phone that Christopher Columbus used when he was trying to get over here. I'm gonna have to say, when I see you smile, I bad English. Can face the world. Is that a hair band? Do you know what? I was thinking about putting that on Me too. I can't help it. Spectacular song. It's so good. It's like a ray of light. The shadow right through the rain. Like that pick. I love it. I like it too. So who's the singer? What's your info on that? Any more of the backup? Oh, John Waite. Yeah. It is? Former Babies. Lead singer. Awesome. That's a great pick. Wow, you might actually win this whole I, gimmick. Uh, all uh, right. That's pretty good. That's a good pick, brother. Do you need to unlock your phone or no. should we call the cops? I don't know the password. Off the top of your head, that was better than what you would have looked at. Yeah, up. look at that. That's just nuts. Do you want me to? I, can, I know. I know it how isn't to a Rubik's Cube, but four numbers. <laughs> <laughs> that's stupid. It's all right, so down. mine. <laughs> I'm out of battery. Here, plug it. It's an iPhone. Oh, plug it over here. Boy. I got battery. In, in order, here. number four Any for I'll plug me. It in. Oh, Steve-O, number four. Come on. It's Tesla love song. Number four. Nice. What is wrong with you? That is like Relax. the grandest song in the world. Written by Frank Hannon and <laughs> Jeff Keith. It's my first. Uh, I'm going to have to change uh, it now. Uh, Keep the, going. It's the best. The album, Great Radio Controversy. You need to play this one like the rest of the podcast, this song, because he just said it. I know you cut it in there. So there was a guy that actually taught me how to play the guitar part sitting Shut in this room. Up. Yes, Mark actually showed me how to play it, and it was one of the best guitar parts I've ever learned, actually, and I used to do it for just a warm-up exercise every time I played, pretty much. It was awesome. You'd be happy to learn that Jeff Keith, the lead singer now, is a DJ at a strip club in L.A. No way. (laughs) Yeah, he is. Tesla is my 
number one. I love Tesla. Uh, Matt Kirkwald said he saw him last summer. He said, Jeff Keith still sounds good. Nice sample. And he does sound pretty good. I love Tesla. Love song. Awesome. I didn't put it in love because it kind of gets rocking. That whole romantic, you know, know, part from like an 80s movie, like a montage intro. It kind of starts rocking out, you know, so I pulled it off, okay. but I thought about it. It was my number one. I'm going to change it now, yeah, but that was my number. That's really? my favorite song. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful well, song. One of mine, so. <laughs> nice. All is fair. Okay, my number four, ballads. and we're going to probably cut this to a, a part two after this. <laughs> my number four is another gut-wrenching junior high dance thing. Off their 1988 record, Permanent Vacation, <laughs> Aerosmith, Whoa. Angel. in the top 20 everywhere on YouTube. <laughs> Why? It's cool. You I like Googled. how he starts off real high, like, I'm in love, I can't face it. They just, yeah. he, every That's a junior high yep. fantasy, it just right What year was there. it? 1988 off their album, Permanent Vacation. The B-side was huh. Girl Keeps Coming Apart, written by Steven, Ta- Steven Tyler, Desmond Child, and Brian Johnson. Of <laughs> <laughs> A-side, A-side. <laughs> All right. Hey, thank you guys for tuning into the Mark Terry Music Podcast for part one of the top five 80s ballads, 80s hairband ballads of all time, according to our celebrity judge panel. Please tune in next week for part two. Thanks for tuning in to this week's edition of the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Hope you've enjoyed the program. We'll see you back here for new podcasts about life and times in the live and local music scene each and every Tuesday, if not before, on iTunes, SoundCloud, and most other places podcasts are available. This is a listener-supported podcast, so if you'd like to get on board, please visit patreon.com forward slash Mark Sterry Music Podcast. If you enjoyed some of the musical edits on the show, please head on over to your local record store or do some digging on iTunes and load up on some new songs. Also, if you get a chance... Please go check out some live music somewhere. It could be a great and worthwhile experience. Life is short. Go have some fun. Till next time.